BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. It's good to have you on board here on Follow the Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live with you in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. It is a very busy week here on the network. Our pro football betting guide comes out on Thursday, and we are talking a lot of NFL uh, starting today on every show across the network. And in fact, in 30 minutes, longtime friend of the show and Adam uh, NFL handicapper Adam Chernoff is going to join us. He's going to be on for two segments. He has a lot of bets that he wants to share. Can't wait to talk to him at that point. And then next hour... Femi Abebefe, who is a VEASAN host, has a great breakdown in the guide about Coach of the Year. You don't want to miss that. And I also wrote a little bit, Paulie, on NFL win totals. And this goes back a good, uh, I'm going to say, five years now. Another VEASAN contributor, uh, Drew Dinsick. I first heard about this on his podcast in the summertime, talking about alternate win totals. And I was blown away. And it wasn't something that you could really find in Las Vegas. It was more of a of an offshore thing to do, right, is finding. And at that point, sportsbooks nationally were not even, I don't even think PASPA was shut down yet when, when we were talking about this, and I heard Drew go over it on his podcast. But so often is the case that teams, because you see a win total, right, where you just pick any team. It could be eight. You're like, oh boy, Vegas, they know what they're, Vegas knows what they're talking about here. Eight seems about right. They're going to land probably right around that number or hit exactly on eight. It, that happens, that's the minority. What usually happens in the NFL is that win totals actually cash on their alternate uh, low or alternate high win totals, meaning, and I'll bring up an example here. 
the Chiefs were 10.5 last year on the win total, which meant their alternate high win total was 11.5 at plus money. Well, they flew over that total, and they cashed. That's what happens more times than not in the NFL. And I went back and looked per my numbers. In 2019, it was exactly half the league. 16 of those teams went over or under their alternate win total. Um, Exactly half the league cashed at plus money. Eight teams pushed their alternate high or low low win total. Uh, In 2020, the number went way up. 25 teams either went over or under their alternate win total. That's 78%. And the prices ranged from plus 160, the Patriots under Mm -hmm. eight wins. That was the number. They actually won seven. To all the way up to plus 250, the Seahawks over 10.5 wins paid that out. They won 12 that year. Uh, 23 teams did this in 2021. And I had an unofficial count of uh, 22 teams last year. So think about that for a second. In the just the la- and this goes back way deeper than just like the last four or five years. But again, 22 teams last year, 23 teams the year before, and in the pandemic season, 25 teams cashed with nice plus prices to go either. Now here's the tricky part, right? It's finding those teams that are going to go that are going to you know exceed expectations or the exact opposite, where they're going to fall on their faces and. Not all of the alt numbers are out yet. I expect those to probably come out sometime in July at, at sports books that are going to post them. But some books or some teams that, that I should say that I would look at this year for uh, alternate win totals would be the Ravens over their alternate win total. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to take a peek at the Packers over their alternate win total. Some books had them priced at seven earlier this summer. Uh, and I would look at the Bears the Rams, the Raiders, the Buccaneers, all under, just seeing what the price would be. And I'm going to consider the 49ers under as well. Even though I love that team, I could see it going sideways if something happens there at the quarterback yeah. position. I think you met Dallas, not Seattle, with the 12 wins. No, no, it was Seattle that year. It was it was oh, two years ago. Oh, two years ago. It was two years ago. Okay, yeah, I not thought last, you meant last year. Okay, my mistake. I yep. thought you meant last year. Okay, very good. Uh, this is, uh, yes, excellent, well done. And that is a staggering with what that hit, you're going back uh, how many times it's cashed in the 78% as well. So uh, good to look at this upcoming year. And but it's hard, you know, it's hard to figure out what the who's going to take the big jump up and the big step down though as well, which also can tie into the the worst of first though, uh, which seemingly happens every year too. But uh, certainly a lot of candidates as well. And, and looking at it yesterday, uh, doing some research on the NFL. As we've talked about many times, I think uh, it's going to be a long year for the Raiders and a long year in Tampa Bay. And a lot of losses coming with those teams. I just don't see if there's just one if one thing goes wrong with the Raiders from an injury standpoint, and it happens to be at the quarterback position with Garoppolo, which will probably happen. And then you just see the back and forth with Adams and McDaniel's, and and how uh, Adams isn't a fan of McDaniel's. I think it's going to be ugly with the Raiders. And again, how many times? Number one, can you blow a halftime lead, or can the owner call you into his office and have like a meeting? That's I right. mean, it happened three or four times last year. Yeah, you also you have a write up on a win total that you like to go under. That's Chicago, right? You like the Bears under seven and a half. So I think I could probably talk you into betting their alternate under as well. And it's you know kind of simple here with what you think about. I mean, they did blow a lot of games last year as well. 
But overall, the ro- yes, the roster is going to be improved, but you would think it has to be from being the worst team in football and what they were able to do a little bit in the offseason. Tons of money to spend, a lot of draft picks. Um, they won three games last year. Mm-hmm. Are they going to go from three to no. eight? That's a big ask. And that's big for fields. I mean, what is, what's, gonna, what's the passing game going to look like? And if something happens to him, it's P.J. Walker and Peterman behind him. Good luck. So I know the trade with Carolina that you get D.J. Moore. And uh, Mooney's a good wide receiver as well. But can you get these guys the ball? And, I, and maybe it was by design. But, I mean, what's – because you were, wanted to get the number one pick. But what's the defense going to look like too? So that, that, to me, that's, totally a, agree. that's a big ass to go from three up to eight in, in, in a solid division which you figure Detroit's a playoff team and the Vikings made it last year and and I think people sleeping on Green Bay. Yep. Now, I think it's, you know, you got you got to find these teams like the year that it's actually going to happen rather than being a year late because you can really pay the price. Last year, for example, to me, I I thought Arizona was going to be bad last year. And I got that one right and I bet against them several weeks. Um the Rams and the if you did that with the Rams and the Buccaneers last year, Chances are you came mm-hmm. out smelling like roses. Now, do you want to chase that this year with both those teams? Because what if what if Stafford gets hurt again this year? Right. I mean, it was not pretty, and they don't. Ha- I mean, look at their overall roster, and this was again very easy to predict a couple of years back when they were giving up draft pick after draft pick and signing their stars to huge deals, and they wanted to bring in the best players that they could just to win a title, and they did, so it was worth it. But you knew the end was near in Los Angeles. I think there's a chance the Rams are going to be awful. Worse than last year. I, I think the same thing for the Buccaneers. Yeah. yeah. Buccaneers, yes. Rams are too low. Everything went wrong and they still won five games. Uh, so they're all four and a half. But Tampa Bay, absolutely. Whether it's Mayfield or Trask and, you know, the, the Bulls thing, um, it, was, it's, it's, it was hideous what happened at Tampa Bay. Yep. So I think the Arizona thing reminds me of the Jets a while back. What year was that? Where the, the South Point went as low as three and a half yeah. on their win total? 2017 or 2018. Well, people thought, are they going to win a game? And then they came out and won, I think they won three, had three or four wins right away. So, yes, they're tanking. And what if something happens to Murray? But, man, that's all, to see that low of a win total in today's NFL. I know it. Uh, it and someone actually made the case in, in our guide to, to go under uh, with, with Arizona, even though it's that low. So, yeah. Well, I can tell you this right now. Um, from a week-to-week basis, I do not, my plans, I, well, I mean, we'll see what the numbers are, obviously, as the season progresses, but I, I do not have a plan of betting against Arizona week-to-week, because you're going to be laying, I mean, what are they getting already in week four against the 49ers? That might be two-plus touchdowns. I'm not laying that in the NFL. I generally never even consider something like that. But last year was the year for me to bet against that team. I did not, I was not fully there with the Rams or the Buccaneers last year, so uh, I don't know if I really want to chase that this season, but the Raiders, too, you brought this up a while back. And you asked me if I'm starting to buy in on maybe playing an under on their win total or possibly an alt under when that number actually appears. You've won me over on that. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's going to go well for this team this year. I really don't. Again, I, I would ask you, like, how, if I put the number right now at uh, nine, nine starts for Jimmy Garoppolo, you're going to go over or under that number? Yeah. I just even if he plays the whole season, I I can't see him getting to eight wins in that division. No way. Well, and people have been betting it already. It's under one eighty-seven and a half wins right now. Um, you're right. I mean, plus they have that division on top of it. 
Plus the McDaniels thing. He's not a good coach. We no, have I, enough. I, if it's not Tom Brady bailing him out when he's the OC, we have enough of a, of a resume and a sample size now. Disaster in Denver, and then how, and blowing all these halftime leads last year, too. So, big disappointment last year. Yep. Now, I'd like to look at their schedule and say, well, they have, uh, what is it, four of their last six at home. But what does that mean if they're bad? Because look at that. From week 12 on, they're going to host the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Chargers, and the Broncos. Well, I can tell you right now that three of those games, forget about the Chargers because they have no fan base. But the Chiefs, and if the Vikings are good this year, and the Broncos in Week 18, those three fan bases will take over Allegiant Stadium. And we saw it last year. Yeah. The, the, on New Year's Day against the 49ers, our buddy El Lasso was there. What did he say? It was 80-20? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe? Well, again, the owner, uh, Mark Davis, complaining about it all year. Yeah. Um, 80-20, 49ers right. fans. I was at the next game. I'm going to say 30,000 Chiefs fans were there. Yep. And you're high. I'm very high on Baltimore. I but, am, yep. but that's that's too aggressive. I think 11 and a half. Well, that's over plus 180 in that division. I'm not on the Cleveland bandwagon like other people, but you have to respect the Steelers and Tomlin. Good, great organization. That's a tough division, and to get the 12 wins, I don't know. Yep. See, that's DraftKings did something this year. They they made their alternate wins like two. Maybe I mean by by that I am like two higher or two lower than their actual win total. So that's why I couldn't, like, I want to see what the Ravens over 10.5 is going to pay. I can see that team winning 11 games. We'll get into today's Major League Baseball card up next. His last three starts have been superb, and it feels like it's under the radar. We'll tell you who it is next here on VSIN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out future events as well. Get up there, vsin.com. Good luck. All right, today's Major League Baseball card. It is uh, a short one. We only have six games on the old docket Today, actually, some really good pitchers are going on the bump. Uh, we get the Twins taking on the Braves. This is in Atlanta. And by the way, a bunch of these teams are returning home from road trips, but like the six-game variety, nothing like a nine-game co- uh, nine trip out west for some of these East Coast teams or vice versa. Uh, Strider at home this year compared to on the road. Away from home, he's 6-1 and one with a 3.35 ERA. At home, he's 2-1 and one in seven starts with a 4.62 earned run average. But at home, he's striking out almost 16 batters per nine. When you look at his overall numbers in his career at home, they're actually better. So he, he his, his numbers like in his career are phenomenal at home. This year has been you know short sample size, only seven starts, but a little bit different than what he's been like in the past. And uh, the Braves are just, uh, they're a machine. Offensively, and, yeah. Yeah, they are. No doubt. Too high, though. Yeah, Minnesota's still in first place, and you're going against Sonny Gray, and Strider had an ERA of five in, in, uh, in May. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, I think, a little touch high, but comes down to the offense, too, though. I mean, now Olsen is, is tied Otani with home runs. Seemingly, he hits yep. one every game, but the firepower and, and the Euro Cunha's having. So, uh, so many guys that can mash and no easy outs in this lineup. And we'll see if uh, Gray can hold him in check. Oh. And he's uh, he's had a good year, though, when you look at his numbers with an ERA of uh, 2-4 and change and a good whip, too. I'll so, tell you this. The, pro- the problem is, I mean, how many innings will he go, though? I mean, will he make it six innings? I don't right. know. The I'm, I'm seeing right now for the first five on the screen, I'm looking at Braves as high as minus 250 in the first five. That uh, Boy, that is a gigantic number. And Strider's been roughed up a couple times here 
um, in June? Uh, Minnesota, I came across this, this stat. 86% success rate on stolen bases, but they're 29th in, in baseball. So they're not. I mean, I, I mean, if you have that success rate, I mean, how, how many guys can swipe a bag on that team? But that's, you know. You might want to run a little I, bit. I would say yes. Let's, And I know a lot of people don't like uh, Rocco in Minnesota. When I, uh, talk yeah. to him, I talk to my family from time to time, which is never. But uh, that that could be a problem, too. So I, I that, that jumped out at me as well. But then again, I think the price is too high. But, uh, I mean, you're right. What, what a machine. How well is Miami playing, yet they're six back? Yep. Because the Braves seem to never lose, unless I bet them, which was Friday, and they blow a 5 nothing lead. Um, and I would just – they're in action uh, as well t- tonight. Cease is going. It, I, I'm, I took a little piece of your White Sox action, too. I just – I think Mike Palm's right. You bet the wrong team and the wrong Chicago team. It's just who you are now. This is it. You're 11 games under. You can't make a run. So many talented guys on the roster, and this is who you are. You stink. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, will, will they finish ahead of Detroit? That's another question. I don't know. Brought that up a little bit earlier. I think the Cubs are absolutely in play to win that division. Only three games back, despite losing uh, yesterday. The White Sox, I mean, they just cannot piece it together for like two weeks in a row. No. I mean, it looks like, hey, they're simmering now. And that, that cools off immediately. And oh, by the way, they are getting a guy who has been under the radar. Talked about it before the break. Ross Detmers goes today for the Angels quietly now in his last three starts. 18-plus innings pitched, 11.5 Ks per nine, 24 overall, a sub-1 ERA. The FIP is also really, really good at 2.36. The WHIP is 0.86, and uh, it's it, you know, it speaks to his uh, K potential, and he's had eight in each of his last three starts, a left-on-base rate of 95.9%. So once the guys actually get on base, he's got that capability of shutting the next guy down with a strikeout um, or the next couple of batters so he doesn't allow those players to get on and and score. So good job out of him lately. Um, I also don't know if I want to be laying a price with the Angels today. Um, But Cease, because he's $1.40, Cease is not close to the same guy he was last year. not at all. Average numbers. And um, very disappointed in the Angels this past weekend. You can't beat the Rockies. I mean, they, they, they lost that series. So think about that. They scored so. 25 one runs, and you called it a disappointing weekend. Mm-hmm. I just think it's going to be uh, typical Angels this year where they're going to sit in that three to eight games over 500, hover around 500, and then just, okay, well, we won't do much at the deadline. We'll keep Otani, yeah. and then they'll miss the playoffs and just miss out. It just feels like it's what gonna, what's it going to be all year with the Angels, and uh, I, I do think they'll miss out. I would, I would trust maybe a Seattle to make a run and overtake them if it comes down to it. And certainly uh, you have to respect the Astros uh, in their organization. So 42-37, and 37, uh, a couple of games up over uh, the Seattle as we talk here today. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think of the big showdown in Baltimore today with two, uh, two good teams? Well, I'll tell you and, what and, I think uh, of it. Yeah, this, this, I mean, this has got to be an over, right? Don't you think this is an over? I, I was really, in fact, if it's 9.5 right now, that's the current number. If that's, yeah. Nine and a half is an overplay. Now, a lot of respect, though, for the Orioles, because Irvin's numbers are pathetic. They're terrible. An ERA of seven and change, and the way the Reds are hitting the ball. So, certainly, you respect their record and how uh, good of a start they're off to, but who's hotter than Cincinnati? And, and now, you dollar forty, and then you see nine and a half. So, I think a, a ton of runs here uh, in this game, and, and Irvin's got some bad numbers. Yeah, and also, Williamson is going for the Reds. 
He is the probable pitcher today. It's such a small sample size. I just think both these teams are going to rake in this game. And if you can find a nine and a half, uh, I think it's 10 most spots. But nine and a half to me definitely feels like an overplay. The Nationals get the Mariners tonight in Seattle. This is uh, Williams going against Castillo. Castillo's numbers at home this year compared to on the road. Away from that park up in the Pacific Northwest. He's 0-4 in six starts with a 4.24 ERA. His whip goes all the way up to 1.3. At home in nine starts, he's personally 4-2 with a 2.03 ERA and a .88 whip, plus 11-plus Ks per nine. So look at that. More than a two-run difference in the ERA at home compared to on the road. However, we know this about the Nationals, right? They are very good at uh, limiting their strikeouts against opposing starters. Mm-hmm. Castillo's number looks to be uh, six and a half today in the game. I could not go over. Depending on what you can find on the juice to the under, um, if it's a, if it's you know decent, I would look at playing Castillo under his K prop today in this game as well. But I'm not going to lay a dollar you know fifty or higher than some of these props can get to. Did you want to say something about the Orioles and the Rays? Yes, I did. Up. Yes, I this did. is brutal because we, we talked about it when we do the yes-no playoff odds that Baltimore has a second most di- difficult remaining schedule. Yep. And the, the Mets are right behind them, too. So factor that in because the, the Mets run isn't happening. There's seven back and then what's coming up. But what's ahead for Baltimore and Tampa Bay here? And Baltimore is four and a half behind the Rays and five up on the Yankees. All right. So into July, once Baltimore gets beyond this Cincinnati series, they get Minnesota. But then they play four at the Yankees, three more at Minnesota. There's no break. No. They get the Marlins. They get the Dodgers. They get four at Tampa, three at Philly, three against the Yankees, and they start a trip at Toronto in August. That's Baltimore. Uh, Tampa. This is before the break for Tampa. Starting tomorrow, three at Arizona. Gallon scheduled to go. Henry and Davies in those three for the Diamondbacks. Then beginning on Friday, three at Seattle. They're going to get Miller, Kirby, and Castillo as the probables. They then come back home. They get Philadelphia for three. And then they get three against Atlanta. That's how it goes for Tampa Bay before the break. So at Arizona, at Seattle, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. Oh, that's uh, not exactly a cakewalk. (laughs) Well, behind it, there's a Texas, Miami, Houston, and the Yankees too. Right. They they do catch a break. Well, Hold on a second here. I was going to say they catch a break at KC right after the All-Star break. KC just took... They split. That was terrible. Yeah, they terrible. split. Lyles actually won a game. The Royals won a game that Lyles started. How about that? Yep. So they blew that game. What was it? Friday they blew... Or Thursday they blew that game, and then they lost another one. And then... Well, they, didn't they... Uh, they split a series in Oakland, too. A four-game set. That's right. So a uh, little concerned with how the Rays are playing. And a bad job... Uh, uh, with the pitching staff the last few days. Couldn't hold the Royals in check in that whole series. Yep. I would say, as of right now, my uh, favorite bet on the board would be if you can get 9.5 over on that uh, Orioles-Reds game. You're right. This Reds offense is a machine right now, and uh, neither one of these pitchers are good. So, And the Orioles can hit. Only a six-game slate, but overall, again, some pretty decent uh, pitchers going on the board today. Rangers in action. Y- y- please, do something already about the bullpen. Y- you have to do this. Because you got the Cole yesterday. He couldn't even yep. make it five innings. Yep. And yet, just the writing's on the wall. Doesn't matter. The lead going into the eighth. Pff, okay, gone. See you. Bye. And they lost the game because of it. 
So it's follow the money here on VSIN. Imagine their record. I mean, at the top of your head, how many, you know, they got swept by Cincinnati. They blew every game in the eighth or ninth. Probably have home field. Yeah, they would. In the American League playoffs. Uh, friend of the show, an NFL handicapper and better, Adam Chernoff is going to join us coming up next. He has plenty of bets to share, including win totals, props, season-long awards, all next here on VSIN. This is Follow the Money on v Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code v when you sign up. Incredible menu, anything you want in the NFL. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. The NFL guide drops here on Thursday, by the way, at v Can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, and Adam Chernoff joins the program now. He's been coming on with us for a handful of years Every week during the NFL season, uh, Adam, pal, it's uh, good to talk to you again. How you been? I'm doing fantastic. Good to see you guys. I'm trying to keep up with the level of sun that equals what you guys were able to get down in the desert. We finally have some pleasant weather up here in Canada, so it's uh, <laughs> been a good couple of weeks for you sure. Cu- you couldn't escape Calgary? What's the? Come on, get out of there. Number one. Then the, how about the other thing? We can talk about that in a second. What, your wife's doing a yoga training for 28 days? You got the place she, to yourself? She left me for a month. It's like I'm <laughs> back in high school again, wow. post-graduation. I've been just kind of lingering around the house here for the last month, just trying to trying to get by. So she's back tonight, so it returns to normal life yeah. tomorrow. But it's been a, an interesting June, to say the least. Uh, yeah. Well, as you tweeted out this morning, 38 days to the Hall of Fame game, 73 days to week one. You can almost taste it at this point. Uh, not quite, but we're you know getting there. So let's begin. And we're gonna you're gonna join us here for two segments. We have a lot of bets to get into. I think we can maybe hold the player props and uh, some of the awards for the next segment. I want to get into okay. one of those though here and it ties into a win total bet that you like on the Atlanta Falcons. Tell us why you're high on this team this year, Adam. So we played Atlanta Falcons over eight and a half, uh, gave up minus 110. If you can still find like a minus 120 today, that's still very good. And the big part, as we pull it up on the screen, you'll see the schedule and just how easy it starts for the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, strength of schedule for any team is going to be factored in somewhat to the betting market. But when you look at this Falcons team and how easy it starts before their bye in week 11, you're looking at really four veteran quarterbacks, Goff, Tannehill, Cousins, and Lawrence are the only four quarterbacks that really pose a threat in terms of competitive quarterbacks that they're going to face. Other than that, the first three months of the season, it's all rookies or first-time starters. And so this schedule, although it skews easy for the Atlanta Falcons, it could get much easier as the season goes on than any of the projections have it. The majority of these games for Atlanta are going to be indoors, obviously, with them being a home team that plays inside. And you have an offense that beefed up in the draft, a defense that beefed up in the offseason. And just within this NFC South, guys, you think about the Saints as the favorite within the division. That's the weakest favorite in the NFL by a mile within a division. And so behind them with the Panthers and the Bucks, it's nothing but question marks. This is a do or die year for Arthur Smith, and it's going to be a big one for the Falcons think they can win 10 games uh, quite like they're over at eight and a half. Okay. And uh, you maybe a five and two start is definitely possible there. Absolutely. Uh, yep. And so you mentioned the start and, and the make or break year for the coach. What do you think of Art Smith coach of the year odds? 
So he's right around 15 to one. That was a bet I sent out just the other day on Twitter as we start to get into NFL bets for the season. If you can still find that right at 15 to one, I think that's a really good bet to make on Arthur Smith to get coach of the year. This award over the last five to seven years has really become which team improves the most season to season. Last year, we saw the Giants make the leap with Dayball. You're not really looking for that great performing team that has a ridiculous record. You're looking for the team that makes that jump. The Falcons haven't been over 500 since 2017. Like I just mentioned, there's a lot of things that can work well for this team throughout the course of the season. You have Arthur Smith going into his third year, made all these changes, made the switch at QB. He's an offensive-minded guy that has a very modern scheme. This could very well be like what we saw with the Giants a year ago where they made that jump from the seven-win team into the playoffs. Like I said, I think if the Falcons can get to that 10-win mark, you're looking at an improvement of three wins, which has been right on the baseline for what's required to get coach of the year. And I think they can absolutely be in that conversation at the end of the year, can Arthur Smith. So if you can find him at 15 to one, uh, really high on the Falcons overall, mm -hmm. I think he's absolutely going to be in discussion if this is a playoff. Game. All right. Excellent. Follow the money. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, Paulie and Mitch, Adam Chernoff, our guest, Right Angle Sports, a simple handicap podcast. So that was an over and a coach you like. How about an under? And I was listening to your podcast. Maybe a first coach fired uh, type uh, bet here as well. Take it away with an under you like that team. Uh, Washington Commanders, under six and a half. And you're right about first coach fired. Ron Rivera, how much more time does he have left? as HC here in Washington. There's a new ownership group. Get the enemy in a second. But uh, think back to last year, guys. Rivera did that press conference. He didn't know he was eliminated from the playoffs. There's something... I mean, the guy's getting a little bit old here running the ship for the commanders. There's the QB switch to Sam Howell. He's really the main guy on this depth chart when you're looking at it. There's nothing but reports all over the place that's saying, is he ready to start in the NFL? Is he good to go? Nobody really knows what to expect from Howell, but it's going to be pretty ugly overall. And it's kind of the reverse of what we just talked about with the Falcons for their schedule. You go through this week by week and you're trying to find seven wins. It's really grim for the commanders. And what's interesting within this team, there's a bit of a dynamic brewing. Eric Bieniemy finally gets that offensive coordinator job outside of Kansas City that he's been pushing for for a long time. There's a long history of him kind of having conflict with players that go back to his days in Colorado. And you have to wonder if he's taking this job, what's the dynamic between him and Rivera? We know Bieniemy always wanted that head coaching job in the NFL. Rivera is really at the top of the list for first coaches to be fired. Who's going to step in if he's gone? It's going to be the enemy. But what kind of conflict does that put within this team? It just feels like a big year of change overall for the Washington Commanders. I just don't see how Howell gets this team to seven wins. It's probably a QB change at some point. It's a tricky schedule. Like the under here, it's going to be an ugly one for the Commanders in 2023. All right. Excellent. Uh, what, what press conference did you watch that you were high on a new coordinator and, and a team based on what he said in the press conference. We have to go back to February. So much, much different situation mm -hmm. up here in Western Alberta than what we're dealing with today. It was a grim day. <laughs> the Ravens introduced Todd Munkin. And I did honestly, I'm not a huge college guy, so I didn't have a lot of info on Munkin. And so everything that I was hearing when he was doing the press conference, I was like, this sounds really good, but is this really who this guy is as an offensive coordinator? And over the last, couple months, not only have I been able to sort of confirm that, yes, this is in fact who Todd Munkin is, but 
There's also been a lot of evidence throughout his past that shows that this is exactly what he does. So when I think back to the press conference and everything we sort of learned to now, he wants to utilize a ton of space on the field. He wants to use different tempos. He wants to hunt for explosive plays. He's saying everything that you want to hear from an offensive coordinator. But what's interesting about the Ravens, if we know Lamar is a dynamic runner. If guys are watching this and they're into sort of the advanced stats, you know that he's got a lot of passing skill that's not necessarily reflected in his numbers. But just to, to show how different the Ravens are going to be in 2023, Lamar did a press conference on the heels of everything great Munkin has said for the last three months. Lamar did a press conference where he's like, I want to throw for 6,000 yards. Now, 6,000 yards is ridiculous, but we've never heard Lamar in his time in the NFL openly talking about how much he wants to throw the football, how comfortable he's going to be throwing the football. And that's really because of what Todd Munkin is bringing to this team, how the offense is going to change from this Greg Roman scheme that Lamar has outgrown and the league has adjusted to, but also the weapon that the Baltimore Ravens have added onto this roster. It's the best by a mile that Lamar has ever had to throw to. And so you think about how different teams are going to be 2022 to 2023. I'd argue that the Ravens are right at the top of the list in terms of offenses that could change. And I think we're going to see a very different Ravens team that's a lot more run focused. Munkin's going to push the pace. It's going to be a really different Ravens team in 2023. Adam, about a minute left in this segment. You are a lifelong Jets fan. Are you treading lightly with that team this year. We'll have to maybe split this between the fan thought and the better thought Um, as a fan, as excited as I have been since 2010, 2011 as a better. There's, I think a lot of reasons to be concerned about Nathaniel Hackett. I know we're up against the clock here, but look, I'll, I'll put it very simply. He might be just a horrendous play caller. I know everyone (laughs) wants to make the parallels to Hackett and Green Bay with Mm Rodgers and all that success. But the one thing that I'm seeing omitted from all of this optimism is as good as that scheme was in Green Bay, Matt LaFleur was calling the plays. Nathaniel Hackett had nothing to do with the play calling. He installed the offense, but that was Matt LaFleur making it work. Now it's back on Hackett like it was in Denver last year, like it was in Jacksonville a couple seasons ago when Hackett was there. Every time Hackett has been a play caller, it's been a spectacular failure. And so you got a lot of moving pieces on this Jets offense. Hackett steps in. He's going to be the play caller. There's no backup. There's no Matt LaFleur coming to save him. Robert Salah's not stepping in to call plays. Putting a lot of trust in Hackett as a play caller. I don't know. There's reason to be concerned there for sure from a a betting perspective. All of that seems absolutely fair. Uh, We'll continue up next. Adam Chernoff, one more segment with him. Um, The Simple Handicap is the name of the podcast. We'll go over some uh, props with Adam coming up next. I like taking bombs as much as the next guy. Adam has just that. We're talking about triple-digit odds on a player to win Offensive Player of the Year. Okay, you have, my, you have my ears, for sure. You have my attention. We'll find out who it is coming up next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vsen.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. You can click on the leaderboard to view the betting records and who has the hot hand. Check out the ROI as well. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos. Become a subscriber today. $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, we can talk, uh, continue talking National Football League here with a longtime friend of the show, great NFL handicapper, Adam Chernoff, voice of the Simple Handicap podcast. Let's get into some uh, season-long props and maybe some awards here. And let's begin with Deshaun Watson and uh, what you found with him and the passing yards total. And uh, when, when I saw this number at first, I was like, man, that, does that seem low or what? But take it away here with Watson overall, please. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. And it's actually, as the weeks go on here, starting to move up. But yeah. right now, this morning, it is at 3,600 and a half for his passing yards in the season. Now, 
the word of caution with any season-long player prop to go over is you're dealing with a lot of things that could potentially go wrong. The main one, obviously, injury. You should be looking at more unders typically with the player props for season long. But, Mitch, like you said, 3,600 yards puts him right around 220 per game, which for Deshaun Watson is historically low. But for this team specifically, I think that's going to be about 35 to 40 yards short of where he could be on a per game basis from a price perspective by the time we get to the end of the season. I really think he's going to be a guy that's right in that 250 range. So this is just a number that is quite low. And everything out of the Cleveland Browns OTAs and Stefanski so far in this offseason has been about how they're going to mix up under center and shotgun. They're going to put more emphasis on the pass game. Uh, there's going to be more emphasis to get Deshaun working into this offense in the way that he's typically done in seasons past. Last year, I know it looked really ugly. And I think that that's part of the reason we're seeing this number a little bit lower than we should have anticipated. A lot of the the great quarterbacks are into the, the mid 4,000s. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this is absolutely a number that I think is short because we're going to see Watson with a full offseason of prep that's uninterrupted coming back with even a couple games last year where he was able to sort of get familiar with some of these guys just really good playmakers out wide. The offensive line is still terrific. There's going to be a little bit less emphasis on the run with Chubb being the main guy, no longer splitting carries with Hunt. Uh, 3,600 3, is just short for Watson overall. Okay, so I, I have made two bets in the Offensive Player of the Year market. Um, this I actually love betting this market more so than the MVP because the MVP is it's going to be a quarterback almost every single year you know that but yep. here you can really find some some like Justin Jefferson was 20 to 1 and the writing was on the wall last year that he was going to have a total breakout season but you like a, a real bomb here to maybe win this and I'm, I'm all on board by the way because I love the way the guy finished but tell us who it is so one of many I think we'll get to more in the upcoming shows but one that's interesting today and prices come down, but we'll adjust it to let's let's call it a hundred to one on Jerry Judy is the fair number I'm seeing this morning looking around. Um, yesterday was a little higher, video went out coming down, but hundred to one on Jerry Judy, if you can find it, take the flyer on this one. It's an interesting scheme change with the Broncos. Sean Payton is in. Nathaniel Hackett, we talked about him last segment. He is out. Sean Payton has a history of sort of isolating his top wide receiver. And he's gone out of his way, not only to sign Judy and give him the fifth year extension, but really push him in OTAs. There's lots of stuff about how he's pushing Judy to be the guy within this offense. He's talking about how explosive he is, how important he's gonna be to this passing game. And within that isolation of the specific receivers within a scheme, he runs a lot of choice routes on the weak side. I won't get into the deep details, but that essentially is is the main guy and the number one read for the quarterback within the Peyton scheme on a lot of passing plays. Michael Thomas, as that guy in the Saints scheme, led the league in receptions, 100-plus receptions, one offensive player in the year in 2019, and he did it with Drew Brees at the tail end of his career. And the reason it was so successful was because, obviously, Thomas was an exceptional talent when he was healthy in his route running ability, but that short open route for the quarterback and Breeze to look to for Russell Wilson this year to be forced to look to, it turns into such an easy completion. And so I think Judy with his route running ability, 
how great he finished last year, showed his potential. I think it's really, really going to work within this Broncos scheme. The Broncos are going to improve. I think Judy can have a massive year. And so, again, 100 to 1, the flyer on this one, but I, I think it should be shorter. I think Judy's a really good fit for this Peyton scheme. Paulie and Mitch, follow the money. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We're talking to Adam Chernoff, Right Angle Sports. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, the Simple Handicap Podcast as well. So you're high on the Ravens. Uh, you think they're going to put up uh, some some big numbers on offense. This put, put, takes us now to an interesting prop with an interesting market here because of the Hamlin uh, angle. Comeback, comeback player of the year. Who do you like? Tell us why. So you mentioned, Paulie, interesting market. So it's dominated by Hamlin. He was as high as... Minus 500 was mm-hmm. what we were looking at in the, in a market. For an awards market, that's unheard of, especially preseason. Obviously, the circumstances of what happened last year at the end of the year, if Hamlin were to come back and play a game or two, he's going to get the award. That's why he's priced as crazy high as he is. However, let's kind of pump the brakes here. DeMar Hamlin, as it stands right now, is right around sixth or seventh on the depth chart for secondary players for the Bills. He's third at his position. The Bills added Taylor Rapp to the safety room. They have Jordan Poyer. They have Micah Hyde, who obviously didn't play last year. That's why Hamlin got in. Those guys were hurt. Both of those guys were healthy. There's a lot of talent within this Bills secondary, and it's McDermott going back over the defense to take over play calling, which is going to change things a little bit as well. And so if Hamlin starts, I mean, you're going to see him get the award. Voters are going to go for that. But there's a very good chance that Hamlin's going to spend the majority of the season, if not potentially all of it, on the bench behind guys that are much more talented than him on this Buffalo Bills defense. So if that's the case, you're looking down the list. Lamar Jackson at 20 to 1, with that risk of Hamlin not starting, is just way too long. Um, we, We could very well see Lamar, with that scheme as we talked about last year, return to that MVP level of play. If that's the case, you're looking at other quarterbacks on the list, certainly the most upside with Lamar. So again, there's the risk that Hamlin starts. You get the award. If not, I think Lamar absolutely in the running for comeback right. player of the year. Excellent. Atlanta over, Art Smith, coach of the year. Washington under, Watson over 3,600 yards. And Judy, offensive player of the year. When you listen to your, uh, right now, you listen uh, early look at a bunch of NFL teams that are only five minutes, and they roll one into another. Uh, very easy listen. How bad could it be with the Las Vegas Raiders? Could this be a five-win team? Oh, it could be worse than a five-win team. I mean, if everything <laughs> shapes up the way it could. The biggest issue with the Raiders is they're kind of like a poor version of the Rams from a year ago. If you remember what happened with mm-hmm. L.A. a year ago, they had one or two key injuries. I know it snowballed late in the season, but once that top-level talent was gone, the drop-off to the guys that were replacing them was so extreme that that team turned into just a complete disaster. It's the same thing with the Raiders. You look past the first level, young Garoppolo, Jacobs, Adams. I mean, it's ugly for skill position guys. You're looking at Trey Tucker at wide receiver. Uh, DeAndre Carter stepping in as a number one guy if a wide receiver goes down. Like, it's it's ugly all the way around. And the same thing happens with the defense. But there's also kind of internal struggles going on. Devontae Adams says he's not pleased with the direction of the team. You look at the coaching situation, they obviously let Derek Carr go, and they were trying to get Stidham to be the guy, but all of a sudden Stidham's like, nope, I'm out of here early in the offseason. 
So that caused this scramble to get Garoppolo, who all of a sudden had a foot surgery. There's just so much within this team. There were all those closed-door meetings last year. Like, what is going on within the Raiders organization? All it's going to take is an injury or two for this season to completely fall off the rails. You know they're coming. I mean, this could be really, really bad for Las Vegas fans. It's unfortunate with the move, but no upside whatsoever with the Raiders in 2023. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I asked Paulie earlier, how many games does Garoppolo start? I said the number, I put the number at nine. In my head, I had eight and a half. So I think okay. nine is a nice number on that one, man. Yeah. And by the way, even if he plays more than that, I mean, that's, it doesn't mean really anything. Like they're going to, oh, he's going to play 11 games. So they're going to go over their win total. And that doesn't mean that at all. Uh, of what and what's he going to look like away from the Shanahan system? I mean, this yep. is a big drop in playmakers relative to what he had in the 49ers and a big drop in calling, too. So there's, I think, a, a lot of reason to be concerned if you're a Raiders fan. Oh, man, great catching up with you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Um, it's been far too long. And we'll continue this, obviously, uh, leading into the season as well. And everybody should listen to your podcast. It's called The Simple Handicap. You do a great job with these team quick t- uh, team previews at this point of the year. So thanks, pal. Um, and ha- have a good week, okay? Thanks very much, guys. Good to see you guys. Enjoy the holiday weekend next week as well. Back at you. Yep. Follow him on Twitter as well. He's at Adam Chernoff. By the way, this happens every single year in the preseason. We're like, it's not going to happen again this year, is it? 28 times since 2002. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free 